The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, welcome to the SWP. The SWP, it's a show with episodes every weekday. All about tales of Ottawa sports and whatever. Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. Don't forget our website, stewproject.com. James, how are you today? Not good, Stevie. You're looking good. well. I, uh, I, I um, solicited your advice last night because the NFL's up. I like the action. I like betting a little bit, you know. Um, and you said in the end, don't know, not sure. Ravens are this. Vegas is this. Uh, so it's kind of unpredictable, but it's the first week. So your last comment was take the points. So I did, there were four. So you, you know, the result here. Uh, so I end up winning. I take, I take the points. I watched the whole game. Um, t- two things, two things. Uh, I was just telling you, I've never cheered so loudly uh, in the end, it was it was a fantastic game. I thought, really, it was good. It was certainly a great finish. And by the way, it was thirty three twenty seven in a real back and forth barn burner. A wildest finish you'll ever see. And the Raiders come out in overtime and win thirty three to twenty seven. We'll get into some of the details, but finish your thought there. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you why I, I'll I'll tell you why I like that game. Outside of just you know football's back. Uh, you know, a couple of fumbles. Um, you know, the the great quarterback for the Ravens is 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 not showing any any rust here, man. You know, I I think little you know a little bit of pass. He made a fumble that happens, but holy man, when this guy runs, um, it's you you know, it's like he's I don't know first down or is he going to get thirty? You know, you're speaking of uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson. So that so he's great to watch. Um, but I've never cheered so loudly for my my own team, Stevie, <laughs> to, to miss a field goal because <laughs> you know I got I got four points. It's uh, they're they're down three, and uh, they're kicking a field goal here to tie it up like a, a giant one, fifty-two yarder or something. And I'm like, all right, here we go, boys, kick that field goal. No, 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 wait, wait, wait! I get four points. Miss, miss my my team. Miss, <laughs> miss, miss. It and certainly they, changes how you draw, watch a game, doesn't it? Oh yeah, like it's I. Ah, Shit! You know, if someone's like, well, I thought you bet on those guys. Yeah, I did, but what they got for it, you know? And the other yeah. one is, uh, and, and they go to him all the time, all the time, is John Gruden on the sideline. And and uh, I can't help but think, you know, that that if you haven't watched a game with John Gruden coaching folks, you got to do it because you're going to come away going, what, why, is he, why is he sort of just sarcastically smiling all the time? Mm-hmm. He must be on mushrooms or something. You know, he's like he just he paces back and forth. No one talks to him. You know, he he just he's got this stupid ass grin on his face, uh, regardless of what happened. Regardless, he's put on, you, you, by the way, he's put on a few. I think. Yeah, he's, he's put, put on, on a few for sure. Yeah, but you can't tell whether they got a first down, Steve, or whether they got sacked. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it's uh, anyway. I got a I got a real kick out of it. It was. <laughs> I miss him in the broadcast booth. I think he's really good there, but uh, he's definitely good theater on the sideline. And you can tell the, the TV loves him. Like the, whoever is directing every game, the Raiders play, it just seems like, can get the close up on Gruden. You know, there's like a Gruden cam, you know, I would say if they take, 
50 shots of the Raiders' sideline in the course of the game. It's 48 around Gruden because he's always giving you something, some growl, some sarcastic smile. So, yeah, he's pretty good theater. But into the game now, uh, and it's, uh, you know, it was the Monday nighter. Yeah. I don't know if I've – it's been a long time since I saw a crazier finish to a football game. Even if – before we even talk about overtime, just the lead changes. Mm-hmm. Baltimore is go, going up. There's six minutes left in the ball game. And Baltimore scores to make it 24-17. You're thinking, okay, will that be enough to win this thing? Not by a long shot. The Raiders storm back down with three minutes and change left. They score a touchdown to tie things at 24. Uh, so only three minutes left. Maybe that's uh, maybe we're on overtime. No, Ravens come down. They get a field goal with 42 seconds left. Well, that's it for sure. No, no, the Raiders storm back down and they kick a 55-yarder almost as time expired to force the overtime, and that's where it gets really crazy. So the Raiders win the toss. They elect to receive, and they have a nice gain all the way downfield, and it looks like it's over. Seven minutes into overtime, Derek Carr hitting Edwards uh, into the end zone, or so we thought. The whole place thought it was a touchdown as he sort of lurched toward the end zone, and everybody leaves. Like the Raiders and the Ravens are like congratulating each other on a great game, and half the Raiders go back to the club inside the clubhouse. Well, turns out his knee hit the ground at the half yard line. So everybody has to come on out. Thought the game was over and uh, start this thing again. It's a formality, though they're at the half yard line. Surely they'll score. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not only did they get stuffed on first down, then they have a false start penalty. So they're backed up on the play. And then Derek Carr throws into the end zone. It bounces, goes through a receiver's hands, bounces off a Raven player's helmet, and it's picked off by the Ravens. You're going, oh, my God, this can't get any crazier. Baltimore gets the ball back. Lamar Jackson, shortly after that, ends up fumbling. And so you're thinking, okay, now the Raiders have it at about the 35-yard line. Now they're going to win the game, finally, and uh, they don't waste any time. So John Gruden, back to him. He decides to send the field goal unit out to kick like a 40-yarder, but it's a big mishmash. They don't know what they're doing. He made the call kind of late. You think because there's only like first or second down, they had opportunity to move a little closer and make it an easier field goal. Well, they take a time uh, a time delay penalty, and they get backed up five yards, so he sends the offense back out again. And you're thinking, okay, he'll run something up the middle, try and get a few more yards for his kicker. No, no, right out of the gate, comes back. Instead of kicking the field goal, puts his offense out there and just goes into a pass situation. And uh, it's Derek Carr hitting Jones with just, I don't know, this weird situation. Like the, It was almost like Baltimore didn't bother covering this guy. Yeah. And Jones just walks in easy for a 31-yard touchdown strike, and that was finally the end of the game. One of the weirdest finishes you will see and wildest and most entertaining finishes you'll ever see in an NFL game. Well, I think it was. A, I think what happens there is Gruden says, "Okay, we're going to kick this forty-two yarder, okay, on first down to win the game. We're in mm-hmm. overtime. The penalty happens; it backs them up five. Uh, so now they're going. Well, let's bring the team back out, okay? Let's bring the team back out. Let's try and move the ball a little closer to kick the field goal. And everyone's got their head around that, right? So." Everyone's thinking, Stevie, they're just going to run the ball here because they don't want to take a chance on, exactly. on a pass. So if Gruden fools them, Gruden fools them to say, okay, they're just going to run. All they want is five yards because the dude was going to kick it from there before. Great play. Great yep. play. So he fools the shit out of them. <laughs> anyway, 
I hope I hope everyone didn't turn off their computer, Steve, listening to us break down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was such a wild finish, and uh, uh, as good as as good a call that ends up being, and that obviously caught the Ravens' defense completely off guard. They were obviously beefing things up at the line to try and uh, prevent uh, any runs. Uh, as good as that uh, call that was, mm-hmm. sneaky as it was. Boy, did they look disorganized in sending the field goal unit out there. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, the guy was at the practice net still, right? When they Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, Stevie, the other thing is the the I don't know their name of the guy. The play by play guy's okay. The color guy is uh, and I, I hate saying this and I hate when I hear it, but I couldn't help but think that what he was saying is what I, I could say. I'm a, I, I could have broken that game down play by play, quarter by quarter. Half by half, the uh, you know the same way that color guy did. It was like he never said anything, never. That, if, that, I, I don't know you're if you talking noticed. about. He's is just, it Brian Greasy you're talking about? Uh, if that's who it was, who's I, I I don't know. Is there three guys in the booth? They all sound the same to me. But it was just like they, you know they're going to have to be careful here if they pass to that guy. They're going to have to be careful about the matchup. Okay, all right, oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, you know they 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 may want to you know. If they're not going to pass it here, they got to go to their ground game. Not exactly Tony Romo stuff, is it? No, and they're going to put, they're going to show, get these people to listen to Tony Romo stuff, right? Because, because Romo, uh, you know, you know, Romo would be okay. See the guy running out here, wide side. They're calling this play right here. They're calling this play. That's a fake to him. You know, you know how good Romo is. We talked about him before. The guys last night are just, just not bringing it, not bringing it at all. You know. Yeah. You know how well, good that guy is. You know, if he goes to him, he's a big guy. You know, he's 6'5", 250. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. So that's Brian Greasy. And, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, a bit milk toast. He's a bit, um, like I well, say, Captain Obvious. More, man. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's not. And I don't want you to get too technical. You know, sometimes I hear guys going on. Like even Drew Brees, who's now uh, new to the analyst game, when I was watching him, I think it was on Sunday night, um, he sometimes would come up with terminology. I'm like, what? You know, right. I'm not, like I don't have your playbook here. I'm, I don't exact. So it's it's a it's a matter of <laughs> getting you know getting that information out there, giving inside information, and doing it in a layman's sort of way. Right. Um, and I think uh, yeah, Brian Greasy right now eh, no good, has, has no a little good. bit of work to do for sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying though. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna run an Omaha split, hard yeah. left, uh, deep side right. Yeah. Uh, you know, forty. Yeah. Oh, with okay. a little with a bit of googly moogly at the end or something. Yeah. yeah. Boy, we should change gears and talk about the hottest team in sports. Yeah, baby. And that is your Toronto Blue Jays. Oh my they, God. They are mine. Are, are no. they any good? Again, we'll get into that story coming up after these words. Are you on hold right now with the insurance website you use for convenience? Just text me and see how much more convenient that is. I'll take care of the problem for you and maybe even save you a little money along the way. And you can go back to watching the football game instead. Text 860-6008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Did you know that Jim K. Ford has been around since 82, one of the longest-running dealerships in Ottawa? The K family proudly strives to provide the best service in the automotive market with the help of their fantastic team of professionals. They're continually training and improving to ensure you always have the finest buying experience. So see what they're all about and shop for your next vehicle today at jimkford.com. They're at 438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Your Blue Jays, James. Oh, my God. 
they are piping hot. In 12 of their last 13, they are just annihilating teams. And they had their way with the Baltimore Orioles on the weekend. That's to be expected. They got 22 runs in that last game. Double digits, I think, in every game. And just the way they're lighting it up at the plate, uh, it's phenomenal. But when the Tampa Bay Rays are the opponent, you're thinking, okay, they'll keep things uh, good and close. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be the end of that run, maybe. Uh, That's uh, the best team in the American League. No, no. The Jays kept it going and mauled Tampa Bay in the opener of their series against them, the three-gamer here in in the early part of this week. And just uh, right now, the Jays, just to put this thing into historical perspective, First of all, they're fifteen and two. Fifteen and two don't... run. Yep. yep. They're batting three twelve with four forty three home runs in that seventeen game stretch. In September 43 alone. Home runs. Yeah. So, so in it's... the month of September alone, batting three thirty one. Get a load of these two numbers. In September alone, thirteen games, batting three thirty one, thirty six home runs. No team has done that in this century or the last one in a thirteen game run. Oh, so great. Just Unreal. phenomenal! Wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I don't, I, I don't, I, I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened. Like, you know, teams can be a little flat, right? They, they were going from they were going from Vladdy having a having a bad run, uh, Bichette, you know, not not playing every game. Uh, to to, oh, I was watching a game the other night, and. Uh, I like the guy, the uh, Shulman, mm-hmm. right? He was Canadian guy, right? Who does the color? Yep, Dan yep. Shulman. Dan Shulman. I, I I love that guy, you know. And I, I I always have the game on, Stevie. As I told you, when I'm home, I've always got it on. Although maybe not sitting in front of it. And all I heard was that that high pitched voice of his when he go he'd go like this, and and Hernandez hits another home run, you know. And that is that is five hits. Now in one game, yeah. Vladdy now has forty-four runs. I could, yeah. I got the volume up. You know, it was just like every every call was. This is this is unbelievable. You know what what they're doing. What they're yeah. doing. It is crazy how they've reeled all the everybody bats, into right, Stevie. All the all the bats, right? Well, that's or the not. answer. When everybody's mashing at the same time as the Jays are, this is the result of it. It rarely happens. They're lightning in a bottle, whatever cliche you want to use, but it's just been phenomenal to watch. And think about where they were, uh, when I say, like, what, two and a half weeks ago. On August 27th, the Jays were nine and a half back of the Yankees, mm-hmm. the number one wild card. They were six and a half back of Boston for the second wild card, and they've reeled them both in like dead trouts. Wow. So just a phenomenal run. That's how. That's what 15-2 and two does for you. And Vladdy's been the key catalyst to this whole thing. And it looks like he's going to have the greatest season in baseball history that does not win the MVP. <laughs> it's nuts. He could win a triple crown. Right. He could win the home run title, but with Shohei Otani, with the hype, with the stats that he's got going on both elements as, as a starting pitcher and as a hitter, how can you overlook that guy? Right, right. Um, well, it's it's true. I was saying that too. You just you, you, you just can't. You know, They're going to have to come up with, for a separate separate award you know it's like i mean it's like having you know a quarterback playing middle linebacker you know and and leading the league in sacks yeah you know and and leading them in receiving yards right well 
we don't even know it need to have the ceremony. We don't need to rent the tux. Okay. It's like, yeah, this, this guy gets it. They're both just so good though. I mean, I think, I think we all as baseball fans just have to sit back and go, wow, such special players. Otani in such a unique manner, again, pitcher and great hitter, but Vladdy looks like right now he looks like he's just getting batting practice fastballs all the time, the way he's jumping on pitches. Did you happen to see in the Monday night game that rope that he hit to left field? I don't know if I've ever seen a ball get of a, a ballpark that quickly. It was just on a rope. It was never more than about, didn't look like it was any more than about 20 feet, 25 feet off the ground the entire time. And uh, you're thinking, okay, that's going to be a nice little single to left. No, no. Whoosh. Kept right. going over the left field wall for a home run. Uh, just such a special player. And uh, if he doesn't get the MVP this year, and he's certainly not out of the mix, we still have about three weeks left in the season. Well, Fotani uh, drops dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he could go cold, but if he doesn't get it this year, there are more MVPs to come for this guy, you would think. Yeah. He's so, still so young. Yeah, and you know, um, this just in, you know, so when, when they start when they start hitting early in a game, Right. This is what this is what I kind of like about baseball. Um, well, you know, and they get up three or four runs. They're setting records. The teams, you know, the teams coming into each game every night with with another phenomenal freaking, as you call it, a mashup uh, the day before. What's really cool is you get them swinging a lot more. Right. They mm-hmm. swing at way more pitches, Stevie. Right. That we're going good. If I'm the manager, I, I don't know. Take a shot. Don't worry about striking out, but. But we're going so good right now, okay? Everything's green light, baby. Everything is green light. So they're really enjoyable games to watch, yeah. I, I find. You know, they're they're really good because who's ever coming up to plate? You know, now, Steve, look at Gur- look at Guriel. Look at Bichette has 24 home runs. Guriel, look at uh, Hernandez. Simeon. Simeon. Springer, you know, I, I mean, it's just like on. And what's his name? Four or five hit uh, the catcher, Jansen, the other night. You know, this this... My my most favorite player, though Stevie, I think, is uh, Alejandro Kirk. Okay, the four foot eleven catcher that doesn't look like he can run very well. Okay, looks overweight. Mm-hmm. Not your not your typical uh, frame of a baseball player. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And he looks looks twelve years old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking at the 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 scores over the last little while. So. We got uh, going back to September the third. These are the uh, the victory totals. They've only lost once since then. These are the victory uh, and the margins of victory. And I just get a load of how much there's this team scoring. So they win eleven ten, ten eight, eight nothing, eight nothing, five one, six three, six four, eleven ten, eleven two, twenty two to seven, and eight to one over the best team in the American League on Monday night. Uh, just a I mean, these last four games in particular, how about 52 runs in the last four games? How's that grab you? That's well, a fun team to watch. Well, don't you think, Steve, probably what happened is, so they're out of it. Like you said, you know, they're nine games back, blah, blah, blah. The manager must just come up and say, we, we're, gonna, we're not going to make it. So all we can do is swing, 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 yeah. swing, hit it, hit it, you know, and look what it's done. It doesn't yeah. often work, right? I'm sure. I'm sure Baltimore, Steve, who's 35 games back, is saying the same thing. But you know, just <laughs> not that good, though, unfortunately, away. for them. So they, so right now the Jays have, uh, let's see, the 18 games left, and 
they'll have eight of those games against the Rays and the Yankees. So a big challenge there. But the nice thing is they've got two cellar dwellers accounting for the remaining 10 games, seven games against the last place twins who are last in their division and the Orioles for three. So I think that bodes well to the Jays hanging on to this thing. And right now, the even the starting pitching's coming around. Alec Manoa hadn't been very good, but he had eight shutout innings against the best team in the American League on Monday night. So that's a good sign. And I think, how can you not start getting better as a starting pitcher when you're getting the kind of run support that they're being provided by this team right now? Yeah. They even called the guy up, Steve. I forget his name. I think it's third baseman. Valera? Valera. That's it. Noel. Valera. Yeah, even that guy goes pretty good. And, and yep. Three for three. Call up. Three for three anyway. with three RBI. Good times. Good times. Bravich Valera is his name. Look at us breaking down the NFL game and the Jays games. Possibly TV. our most sporty show ever. We didn't have very much sports in the last two episodes. No. So I think we had to get our fill in here. I'm also interested as a Packer fan in what's going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. Because there's people that are saying, well, he was disgruntled with the, uh, with the Packers and all that. And uh, he mm-hmm. wanted to be traded. And well, it never happened. He's still with the Packers. And they got, as we mentioned at the la- end of the last episode, they got just absolutely smoked 38-3 to by the New Orleans Saints. And so mm-hmm. some people are saying, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's basically uh, mailing it in because he hates the Packers so much. I don't see that. Um, everybody can be wonky in, in week one, and I'm still holding out hope that the Packers aren't that team that we saw on Sunday. I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is doing anything here? Is he... The- is he, is he so upset that he's going to basically walk out there and give it a half-assed effort? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know... I don't think so. You, you think, the, you think the, you know, to, to stay honorable to your craft, you know, it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I, I want to win every game. You know? not, not only that, but I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, there's nothing I want more, actually, than to... You've right. got to have the, the competitive drive, you know, especially if you're the coach or the owner going, are you okay? It's like when you call me in, Steve, once in a while, going, "Are you sure you want to do the show?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you sure? We're just every, just every couple sure of months. Are you? I'm just not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure you, want we, to, you know, and and uh, you know, do, does that happen with the with the ownership or the or the coach going? Are you okay, are you okay there, Steve? You know, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Well, I don't know because this would be the least amount of production that you've put up ever. Yeah, you know, ever. So what's up? You know. Um, and your quarterback adversary for the Saints was Jameis Winston, who is, like I say, the Saints just, they needed a fill-in for Drew Brees, who retired in the offseason, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Winston has really not amounted to a whole lot as a starter in the NFL. He was overweight and uh, showed up this year in a lot better shape and uh, only had to throw 21 times to uh, take down the Packers. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I, it I agree with Rodgers. I agree. Relax. Just one game. Yeah, just one game. Relax, you know. Relax. All right, we uh, we'll take a time out on the program. We're going to be back with final thoughts after these here words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Hit the road in a new 2021 model with your choice of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. These are unconventional times right now, but for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be more than happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or jimkford.com. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? 
what if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. James, any final thoughts as we head out the door today? Yeah, you have a choice, Stevie. Okay? Uh, I'm going to give you a choice because this happened to me this morning and could have been way worse. What's that? Um, if you had to pick one of these, Stevie, it has to do with your foot. Okay? Would you rather have the stub toe? Okay? The ankle twist, rolling over on the ankle. The something dropped on your foot. Or the heel as you walk, catching something as you get it, like you get out of the golf cart. Or what I did this morning, Stevie. Uh, I have a, I have a screen door and a, and a uh, what are they called? Storm door. And I've got a man door, whatever it is, the main door. And and my as I open my screen door coming in from outside, Stevie, it, it's, it's got this hard, fresh spring on it, Stevie. So mm-hmm. it snaps back pretty, pretty quick. Okay, the screen door. So I open it, I go to walk inside, Steve. I've got just my my sandals on and it catches my heel, Stevie. Okay, because it's it's up a little high, Stevie, off the ground. Okay, it doesn't. Okay, down, I'm down. I hate that. And the other one we both did, of course, was catching our toe on the edge of a escalator stair. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of catching it and then just basically the top of your foot makes it, but the bottom of your toes do not. And it basically shears off the bottom of your big toe. We both did it. I mocked you when it happened to you and it literally happened to me. What within three weeks? Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. yeah it was funny. Yeah. Or, yep. or not this, you know, the stub toe Stevie or hammering the, the minor toes Stevie, you know, on the edge of the coffee table or something, the leg of the table. Right. So you're whistling around to go grab the remote, you know, to check out Aaron Rodgers going down like Gallardo and whammo whammo. Feet, I hate, yeah. Yeah, no, I hate Just it all. The foot, the, foot, the foot choice. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You know what angst I have today, James, before we go, and that is the septic system. Mm. I had, because uh, there's nothing the more riveting yummy. than septic system talk, but I got mine replaced entirely, did the whole new system. I joked at the time on the air about it's the equivalent of buying yourself a nice Ford Mustang and driving it into a hole in your yard and then covering it up with dirt. That's what the process felt like because it is quite expensive, right? You're upwards of $30,000. Five years ago, I got that system put in. Yeah. Thought, okay, I'm good for the next 25 to 50 years. No, sir. Installer did it wrong. Installer's out of business now, and there's oh, jack squat no. I can do. So it's not only doing getting another one. I have to pay now for the price of the removal of the old system and the what? addition of a new one. So the whole thing is hooped because the guy either put the wrong sand in or compacted the sand too much. And so I am well, out. Was feces backing up into your tub or something? What? What? Well, no, they. I just I don't want to get into details about that, but the system is failing and uh, it, it'll be problematic sooner rather than later if I don't address it. But uh, can you imagine that? Like f- a five-year-old septic system that I thought was out of my hair. I got that handled, but the guy did it wrong, either the wrong sand or compacted the sand that was there too much, and so the water is just sitting there. If oh, I dig no. a hole, dig a hole in my yard, it just fills up with this effluent, and I'm just ah, oh, god. Oh god, no, I'm so furious. Anyway, that's well, my sort of filter down through the sand, Stevie. That's the whole idea. Exactly right, but not it, doing it, that. It's just sitting right there. It's just oh, sitting right. Anybody geez. got any ideas, good listener? I'd, I'd be happy to hear them if there's any solution to my conundrum. I do. Yeah, write a check. 
No, no. Move. Move. Stevie, every time someone who was a city guy, yeah, I mean, you're a bit of a country guy, but you grew up in a suburban neighborhood, right? In uh, Rochester, whatever it's called. Ro- Barhaven. Ro- rolling, well, Barhaven. Uh, and when I sold real estate, every time someone like you said, let's move to the country. So you're going, perfect. So I'm going to sell your house. There's some commission. I'm going to find you a house. There's some commission. And in six months, I'm going to be able to sell that house again and move you back to Barhaven. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, my, I talked uh, to a guy the other day who wants to live off the grid, you know, and he's been, he, you know, he, he grew up in a condo his whole life, a high-rise condo. You know, even his parent, that's where he grew up in this. He said, no, I'm going to move to an acreage now and, you know, out in Vail, B.C. or Vailmont, B.C., mm-hmm. Nice four acres and this and that and the other thing. I said, don't, don't do it, dude. No, 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 no. You have to, you sort of have to grow up, Steve. Uh, and your mother, to do that, your mother has to be a grizzly bear, okay, for you to learn how to live in the woods like that. No, I'm not in the so, woods. I'm Stevie, like five get, minutes get, removed from Barhaven. That's call not that. Glenn Walton right now. Get over no. there, Glenn. <laughs> Let's make an adjustment. We got to adjust the price for the new septic system. And uh, you are out of here. No, no, I will never. I'm not planning to leave anytime soon. If anybody has any septic advice, don't be shy to give us a shout. SteveWProject.com. Uh, thank you for your advice, James. Like, <laughs> just leave. A month ago, you were like, oh, my God, you live the in the Taj Mahal. I love your house. I love your house. Get out. Get throw out. Throw the keys at the bank if you have a mortgage. <laughs> just throw them at the bank and go, we'll see you later. All right. It's your septic tank. No. All right. Talk to you soon. We'll uh, see you in the next episode. God, what is that smell? Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.